What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Life for Two podcast. This is episode five. I am proud to announce that we actually got a new co-host now, and that is Turner. How are you doing today, Turner? Yes, hello. I was here last episode, so, um, yeah, I'm glad to be here. All right, well, without further ado, let's get into topic number one. It's going to be called Stream Limits. Stream limits is a, it's a big thing now. It, well, it's a big thing for long time streamers, people who stream for like eight hours, twelve hours, these twenty four hour streams for donations. <laughs> um, you did it yourself before. Um, I've never did a twenty four hour stream. You did like a ten hour stream. I get that you're trying to get your time in. Um, yeah. these people are trying to get time in for. For the views, for uh, people say the money, the green stuff, um, and just so they can hit Twitch affiliate or partner. Um, <laughs> how, how did? Honestly, that you did it a couple times. Um, yeah. How how did that affect you when once you got off the stream and the next day? How did you feel? Did you feel tiring? Did you feel I was exhausted? Really, I was really exhausted, and it honestly didn't even help the cause because when it, it made me so tired, I didn't even want to stream the next day because I was I was like all tired out of it and like bored of it because of how long it was, and I felt like I needed to spend more time with my family, spend more time with like outside, and. That's why I haven't really done many more after that, because first of all, for doing it that long, it really gets you bored of it, and you don't want to do it anymore after that. Yeah. Um, not saying that you want to quit streaming, but yeah. you're just saying that you just, you're just taking a long-ish term break from streaming to catch up on life, to catch up on school, to catch up on... Um, your career that you probably what you do after high school, what you do after um college, um. But so this is somebody who told me this, and that goes out to Kitchen Kills on Twitch. Um, she does classes every. I want to say she does two classes every week or something like that. I went to a class last week, and it was about. Um, how to prepare for your stream, how to in, like, introduce people in chat to your stream, how to, um, how to talk to them, how to make them feel comfortable being there in your, in your chat watching you stream. And that's another thing that comes to mind. Um, mm-hmm. People need to start introducing, uh, ask him. Like you can introduce them by, hi, my name is whatever your name is, and then ask them, hey, how's your day, or do you like playing this game, do you like playing that game? But that was the, that's exactly what I learned from Kitchen Kills. Um, her, she goes by Tay um, on Twitch. Um, she was a big help because um, I stayed in there for roughly an hour just sitting there asking questions, and she answered mm-hmm. each question. And if you ever have to help somebody with streaming, make sure you ask them, do you have any questions before we end this talk? Because 
it's never too late to ask a question. Yeah. Because you got messages, you got FaceTime, you got video calls, you got Discord, you got whispers on Twitch. Just always feel confident when you want to ask a question and and how you want to ask that question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as I was saying about, or how, like, we were saying at first about, like, the time limits on streaming and how you shouldn't be streaming for too long, kind of interlocking with what we were talking about last podcast when we were saying how you need, like, better moderation in Twitch and stuff, there should be, like, physical limits. Like, you shouldn't be able to stream for, like, over... 15 hours like that's not it's not even good to stream for 15 hours but no but there should be limits at least that yeah and there, I know there's an age limit on twitch i'm gonna say it's 13 and there's kids out there that are 13 and they're still in their starting stream and they're trying to get straight into like 15 hour stream something like that Never, ever do that. You can start a 30-minute stream. You can do an hour stream. Make sure you have a schedule for how long you're going to stream. And make sure you end it near that time, not an hour late. Um, and it's never bad to end an hour before that time. Let's say something happens, family emergency, something like that. That's important to go solve. If you're like, hey, chat, I got to end stream. Something has happened. Um, definitely. Most of them will cooperate and completely understand. And then by the next stream, they'll be like, sorry for what had to happen, but we're here today. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that's all about topic one. That was called stream limits. Um, no, wait. Can I speak about that real quick? I agree. Yeah. Because, like, if you want more viewers and more all of that it doesn't matter how long you stream it matters how consistent you are with streaming like your schedule for streaming what days you say you're going to stream and how long you say you're going to stream if you stay on that then you're most likely going to end up getting more viewers followers whatever you're going to end up successful yes with streaming and I'm being not a i'm not saying i haven't ended up successful <laughs> yeah I just know everybody everybody's going to at least fail and attempt once. That's why the saying third time's a charm. It takes multiple times to try and do it. Number two, it's called Favorite TV Show and Why. Turner, you may have the floor. Um, yeah, thank you. Um, I, uh, this is a really hard question, but I think it has to be the show called The Good Place. It, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's directed and like written and stuff and produced by the same people as The Office, Parks and Rec, um, a bunch of good shows like that, a bunch of comedic shows. But the reason, yeah. and I've seen all of them, and the reason I choose The Good Place over all of them is because it has a really good storyline and it has a, a bunch of comedy. Like, it's really funny, but it also has a bunch of like emotions and like storyline other than uh like except for like the office which has it's really funny but it's just sort of like random it's just sort of out there and i don't know a lot of people won't agree with me on that but that's just my take on it all right 
Is that all you want to say about your favorite TV show? Yeah. Alright. Mine, it's probably pretty obvious. I've been talking about it on Twitter a lot. It is Stranger Things. Um, I used to be a big Outer Spoilers. Banks fan. No, I'm not going to spoil anything. Um, I used to be a big Outer Banks fan. But it's taken them a while to get a new season out. But season four of Stranger Things finally came out last Friday. And I already watched it. I'm not going to spoil anything. But it was it was great. Um, I probably said it's probably the best season they had yet. Leaving us with a nice good old cliffhanger. For the last season that they're going to be making is season five. Um, I can't wait for that season. Hopefully it comes out either next year or 2024. Um, I really hope, I really hope that they actually get the mission solved. Um, figure out how to close the gates to the upside down. I am not ruining anything. Not ruining anything. Um. But season one, season one was good. Um, it kind of brings you, it brings you to, a season one brings you to a feeling, it's basically like an introduction season. Um, it's telling, it's showing, I don't know how to say that, but it's showing emotion from the characters. Um, Showing emotion from Will, um, showing emotions from Hopper, showing emotions from Nancy, Steve, all all of them people in the cast and characters of uh, Trinity Things. But the reason why I love the show is because every season leaves you with a nice cliffhanger. Well, it leaves you wondering, is it going to happen again? Or is it going to end here in some type of way? Okay. I, I, it's like a sci-fi-ish movie. Like yeah, sci-fi, I, sci-fi movies leave you with nice little cliffhangers. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah, I I will probably agree with you once I'm finished with Stranger Things, considering I just started it yesterday. Yeah, but I know a lot of people who's restarting and they have never watched it, and they're like, oh my god, new season. Yeah, so we're gonna. Everyone's talking about it, so I just decided yeah. to start it. Don't want to be left out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you can have the floor to introduce the next topic. All right. Um, and the last topic for today <clears throat> is going to be um top five, like we did last time. And today for top five, we're gonna do sodas, and the list for sodas today. Are Pepsi, Sprite, Coke, Fanta, and um. What is another one? Uh. What is another top five soda? Another brand. Let's think. We got Pepsi. We got root beer. Root beer is a good one. So yeah. Yeah. Root beer. A and W. So the last topic is like last uh, podcast. It's top five once again, and this uh, time we're doing soda. The list of sodas that we're going to be ranking are Pepsi, Sprite, Coke, Fanta, root beer, uh, or Pepsi, Sprite, Coke, Fanta, and root beer. Um, A and W root beer because we all know that's the best. Um, OG. 
<laughs> yeah. So, um, my order at the bottom. This is gonna be really controversial. Fanta. Mm. <laughs> and the reason I'm doing that, I'm personally not a big fan of like fruity flavoring in sodas. In like ice creams, sure. Like if you made like Fanta ice cream, I will be down for that. That's like top tier. But not really soda, in my opinion. I don't like drinking that flavor. And yeah, yeah. So number four, we're gonna have. It's hard. It's gonna have to be Sprite. <laughs> Another controversial one, right there. Um, it that's just because it's a really good flavor. Like I don't really have much to explain about this one. It's really good. It's one of my favorites for sure. But the thing about it. It's just not as good as the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's it's just yeah. So, at here we go, top three time. At the third place, we got root beer. I love root beer so much. It has such like a creamy taste in your mouth. It just feels so thick, and it's like, um, it tastes like earthy. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright. This is gonna be the most controversial one out of them all. Number two. Coke. Oh. Yeah. So, <laughs> my reasoning for this is not sweet enough. Okay, moving on. Number one, Pepsi. Of course. <laughs> Pepsi is the best. I literally have a Pepsi mini fridge in my setup right now. I'm not kidding. And I love Pepsi. It's just just the right sweetness. It's great. So your turn. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that was um, the most controversial list ever. Yeah, I could agree. Um, at the bottom of my list for number five, I'm going to put that down there. Same with you, Fanta. Fanta, they have different flavors, but they're not all good. Yes, exactly. I think. Exactly. I think. I think there's more carbonation in their drinks than there is any flavor. <laughs> Bro, you should it doesn't that. you should post that on Twitter. <laughs> I think I'm going to post it on Twitter. There's more, it tastes like there's more carbonation in their drink than there is any flavor. But number four, I'm gonna get hate on this. But it's Swear? Pepsi. No, Oh my gosh. Pepsi, it elaborate. There's just the opposite of Fanta, that have more of a syrup flavor in it. Mm -hmm. Then there is carbonation, and it's not even enough. It's not even enough. It's the flavor and the carbonation is not mixed well in Pepsi. Um, I beg to differ. <laughs> okay, you can do that, but I mean, it's not gonna change my mind. For number three, it's going to be root beer. I haven't okay. drank root beer in a in quite some time. I can agree. But when it comes to a nice root beer float, it has um, to be A and W. Yeah, yeah, no. If if we were talking floats, root beer is at the top for sure. Number one. Yes, yes. Um, root beer has a. It has a good texture, flavor, texture, never mind. It has a good flavor. Um, it doesn't taste like how Pepsi and Coke are supposed to be like, 
almost identical, but they're not. This one's just yeah, by itself out it. there. This one's just like, it's like out there. It's like Fanta and Sprite. It's almost, almost the same. Like Sprite and Mellow Yellow, almost the same thing. But basically, it is the same thing. Um, it's both made out of lemon. But yeah, root, root beer is going to be in the top three, so it's in the number three spot. Right. Number two is going to be Sprite. Oh my gosh. It's a nice, crispy, <laughs> it's a nice, crispy, um, just reminds you of Pop Rocks. It reminds me of, yeah, it reminds me of Pop Rocks. Um, it makes me think of, well, it makes me think of Sprite in general. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say about Sprite. Number one is the original, the first thing that comes to mind when you think of a soda. Fun fact, Pepsi came first. I'm kidding, I don't know that. Um, <laughs> it's Coke that is number one for me. Um, I don't know, it's just something about Coke. Um, it's just... It's just something about flavor, something about popularity. There we go. Popularity has something to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, Pepsi, I just looked up Pepsi or Coke came first. They said Dr. John S. Pemberton, Pemberton created Coca-Cola in 1886, while Pepsi did not come out until, uh, until uh, 1893. Both companies have long histories, and each has some ups and downs along the way. Now I can agree. Pepsi or Coke, any soda out of a glass bottle tastes amazing. If it comes out of a can or well, a I plastic say, bottle, I can say it tastes at, weird. At least um, Pepsi never, one of the ingredients to Pepsi was never, um, let's just say, the devil's salt, if you know what I'm, if you know what I'm saying. I know what you mean. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's... This has just been a fun episode of the podcast. Um, I don't know what to say. Um, see you guys. <laughs> see you guys.